Live from New York, the show that doesn't quite believe anyone actually thought that wasn't Eli Manning dressed as Chad Powers. It's first things first. <laughs> Today, Cousins gifts wrapped the ball to Slay, who then gifts it to Harden. Are the Eagles the team to beat in the NFC East? Meanwhile, LeBron posts a picture of his new haircut, which may or may not be a filter. We're not quite sure. Are there more cuts coming to the Lakers roster? And finally, Brew deals with Russ's slow start as the Broussard Bowl looms large. <laughs> Alongside Nick Wright, I'm Kevin Wilds. Brew, are, do you even know what the Broussard Bowl is? A graphic that I had made two hours ago. Now I do. Do you I really? Do. Should I? Should I? Yeah, go ahead. Tell me what you think. San Francisco versus Denver. Correct. I know who I'm picking, too. Don't give it away. I'll save that one. I'll save that good. Okay. He's picking. Go ahead. We'll save it. Yet again, we start with Bills on Parade. (laughs) Buffalo explodes, shattering the mold. Josh Allen threw four TDs. Defense dominated. Here's Von Miller. I don't know how it was before I got here, but, but now, like, we pedal to the medals. We have an attitude of domination. You know, we're not playing the game to just win the game. We're playing the game to dominate the game. And we got a team full of ki- team full of killers, man. And it's led by, you know, our quarterback, you know, our head coach, you know, the leadership on this team. Well, that, that was a lot. I like it. Man. I thought it was a lot. Uh, the Bills the most dangerous team. Well, uh, look, let's be honest. Okay. There are only two teams in consideration right now. All right, there are a few other undefeated teams, but Tampa, you know, they haven't looked great. You know, so there are really only two teams under consideration, and you'll see once we hit the graphic. But, Nick, I think by any objective measure, objective, <laughs> if we take emotions, feelings, Who's your Super Bowl rooting pick? prowesses Who's out. Who's your Super Bowl pick? Well, my pick was Buffalo. Oh, okay. But that, what's that, that's you got nothing to do with it. You no, know no, what? Because you tr- – see, I was trying to soften no, no, it. No, no, no. Was like because slow. he hit me like that, let's go to the graph. Let's oh, go man, to the right. facts. What's this graph? Let's go to know. the facts <laughs> and see objectively. Oh. The Bills have the best offense yeah. in the league. All right? they've The defense is best in the league. Do you believe that? Their pass offense, fourth ahead of the Chiefs. Rush offense ahead of the Chiefs. Every metric, they are way ahead of the Kansas City Chiefs. And you would look at those numbers and say, they've played a couple of chumps. they played a couple of weeks. And no. No, They have all. done this against the defending Super Bowl champions mm-hmm. and the defending number one seed in the AFC. Meanwhile, now defending Kansas City looks good. Seed. I didn't yeah. know that was a thing. Yeah, that's a thing. It is a thing. A thing. Yeah, Tennessee okay. was the number Tennessee one seed last year. The defending. That, it, that is a thing. Can I ask questions since sure. you brought up strength of schedule? Who's the best team the Bills have faced? Which of the two? Rams or Titans? Well, the Rams won Rams. the Super Bowl no, no, no. last year. So well, I'll go year. with I'm, the Rams. Right. I'm, not, I'm not talking about you know, Sid Luckman or any historical Well, you're going to bring no, up no, last year when no, the Chiefs no, beat not. the Bills oh, in, the, brew, in the playoffs. Brew, 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 brew. I've said seven words yet this show. You don't know what I'm going to bring up. I just, I just got a question. <laughs> so you brought up strength of schedule. You brought up strength of schedule. So the best Just team, in the first two yeah, weeks. Of course. That's it. Yeah, of course. I'm, I'm with you. The best team that the Bills have played to the Rams, West and the Chiefs played to the Chargers. Who do you think is better, Rams or Chargers? Right now. Well, who do you think is better? Ra- who do you think's better I right will now? not play your game. And who do you think is better all than the Cardinals know, and the Titans? All, here's what we know, I think Nick. the Cardinals are here's better what, than the Titans, and I think the Chargers are better than the Rams in 2022. That's what we, I think. Well, that's thinking. Yeah. yeah. They're, they're, that's thought. Well, that's the, yeah, that's, that's projection. That's maybe. What we do know is that that the the Rams won the Super Bowl last year and the Chargers missed the playoffs. What we do know is that the Titans were the number one seed in the league in the the AFC last year. And Arizona lost five out of its last six games and into that game. So I'm just saying, like, they have faced a tougher schedule than the Chiefs. They've been more impressive than the Chiefs. They've won their games, Nick, by 55 points. No, well, that's double anyone else, including the Chiefs. That's the argument for the Bills is not any of the statistical measurements except for that one. They've blown teams out. Which at the end of the year, when they type it in the BCS formula, that strength of victory is really going to help them. However, and that is a fair argument. You're right. It is right now, from an objective standpoint, two teams. It's the Chiefs or the Bills. So this is a Bills discussion that also doubles as Chiefs discussion, which happens to be the team that I root for. But I can remove myself from yeah, this. No, no one's. My question that. is this. I am. No, I'm not. Historically speaking, in the NFL, 
when have we done for the Bills or for, for any of the other teams that are the little brother teams that keep getting beat? Was there ever a time where the general media consensus, now eventually they got over the hump, but that they were like, you know what? The Colts and Peyton Manning, they're, they're, I don't care that they've never beaten the Patriots in a big spot. This is the year. Now, some people would pick them, but they always had to actually do it, and they did it. Or the Niners versus the Cowboys in the 90s. They eventually did it. But what is so galling to me is that the Chiefs are the same group of guys that have kicked this team's teeth in two years ago, that last year ripped their hearts out. And now, and the Chiefs... I thought have the we Chiefs weren't talking looked, about last no, year. No, no, no. The Chiefs looked impressive this year. Yes. Of course they have. So for the idea that we are anointing Buffalo as the most dangerous team in the NFL, and when, when the Chiefs are still there with the same coach and the same quarterback, it's, I, it's just unprecedented that I've seen. I, I, when, the, when the Patriots beat the Colts in the playoffs every year, the Patriots were the favorites until the Colts proved they could go beat them. The same thing with the Cowboys and the Niners. So I just, I just don't know why the Bills have earned a level of deference that the team that's hosted four straight AFC championship games has. Right here. I test. They just look good. They look, they look like a, better. They look really scary. And I made a graphic for yeah. you. I think the Chiefs look good, too. But I've got a right. graphic of my top five scariest teams, Broussard. It's a little October Halloween preview. Okay. We didn't do the okay. set yet. But it's a little like how Home Depot has the stuff out. So Wilds put up his uh, top five scariest teams. Coming in number five, the Ravens. Granted, they gave up a lot of points, lost that game to the Dolphins. Still look scary. You're coming in in the five spot. Number four, Still got to trust him. Even the defense is carrying him, even though he doesn't look eh, necessarily at his total wow. goat peak. The Bucks okay. come in at number three, and this is a strong team. And I agree with you. The Kansas City Chiefs three coming in at three. Wow. Coming in at number two and number one, the Buffalo Bills. They just look too. <laughs> it's too much. It's too much, Nick. Two and one. You can just yeah, reveal objectively, it. Objectively, Nick. They you, just you look good. They look- you you tore my argument apart because last year. No, I didn't. And then you go immediately no. to last year no, no, and no, the I year didn't. before that. I just said you said they have the Bills have played a harder schedule. They have. I don't agree with you. Oh, they have. But you objectively speaking, not a, that's what is there about. a zone any good? I think Arizona's better than the Titans. Maybe. I, I, maybe. May, right. May, maybe. We got 15 weeks well, to course, play this we'll, out. What we'll we know now, the, the, we're closer to the end of last season. The, if the question the was, have the Bills been the most impressive team through two weeks? Yes. Oh, okay. The you would have said is, yes. Yes. That's that is the If that had been they, the question, yes, I don't know that you it would have said We probably yes. wouldn't have done it because we oh, all would have agreed. It. it wouldn't be that compelling. Yes, they have been the most impressive. But impressive and dangerous are very different things. And the team that the, the country, the general public, should have the most faith in is the team that we know come the end of the year can beat this team. We don't know that the Bills can beat the Chiefs in a big spot. We don't. They've never done it. It's only been twice. Josh Allen is young. I, right. And they added Von Miller, who looks way, like he's turned back the clock. I They're think a different at team. some point they will. I think at some point Josh Allen will play Mahomes in the postseason and beat him. It might even happen this year. It is just unbelievable to me the amount of deference that this team has gotten for almost beating the Chiefs. And when the Chiefs are still there. It's not like Andy Reid retired or Mahomes got traded or anything like that. There was a moment last night. It was back-to-back plays, and I think it speaks to what you're talking about and what I'm talking about, and I'd love to show it if we could. There was back-to-back Josh Allen plays. Mm -hmm. So this was to the fullback out of bounds. So Dan Orlovsky called that, and I like Dan a lot. He said that might be the most impressive incomplete pass I've ever seen. (laughs) (laughs) So that was the quote. And I was like, you've got to be kidding me. I was like, you've got to be kidding me. But then on the very next play, Josh Allen did this, which was not the most impressive incomplete pass we've seen, but it's a pretty damn impressive complete yes. pass. Yeah. So that, to me, is the is the in a tale of two plays, your guys' admiration of the Bills and my frustration with the Bills. Fair. I'm not doubting, Brew, that they're excellent. This isn't me last year calling Josh Allen Mr. Roller Coaster up and okay. down. I think he's phenomenal, right? I, I ate the crow on that one last year. I said in that playoff game he proved it right. to me. But it is shocking to me that the Vegas, my, my colleagues, everyone is acting like it's the Bills and then everybody else. 
Well, That's shocking look, to me. I will give you, Nick, that the general media is fawning, fawning. over Josh Allen and the Bills. And even though I picked Allen to win the MVP and the Bills to win the Super Bowl, I don't think it's them and everybody else. I do think the Chiefs are right there. Yeah, and they're playing and, your dark horse MVP this week, I think. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> who I will name later. Um, but, yes, absolutely. Jameis has – Jameis fell out of the race. Yeah, okay. I, mean, I know, but you were trying to carry that over from last year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, my heart wasn't in it. Strategically, I thought it was so this, is, this, this is my guy. All right, meanwhile, uh, on the other side of the ball, uh, Ryan Tannehill, tough night. Uh, here he is after the game. Yeah, it's brutal. Uh, yeah, I haven't been a whole, part of a whole lot of games like that. So, um, brutal, brutal night. Um, we have a lot of football out in front of us, so have to have to turn the page quickly on this one and get ready to go next week. Got a short week now, so um, this one's tough to swallow. But we can't sit around and and um, you know have the woe is me attitude we have to be able to turn the page and uh, get some things fixed and, and come ready to go next week i mean my goodness the buffalo bills took the titan soul there malik willis got some snaps mm-hmm. didn't look that much better maybe worse than Tannehill. do you think this is the beginning of the end for ryan Tannehill? no 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 i think we're past that Ooh. the beginning of the end was the playoff game and listen we all have roles on this show bruise the you know the wise elder Wilds is the leader. Cogent. No, no, no. Wilds, Wilds declared that's himself the yeah. show's leader. That's a new the, listen, revelation. He, he, there was, there was evidently a, a vote when I wasn't around, but Wilds the leader. So uh, I guess I'm the show's historian. Oh, okay, oh good. wow. So I'm going to take America back to about 15 years ago, 2008. There's a team in Carolina, Carolina Panthers, kind of a surprising 12-win team. Got a bye. And in their very first playoff game, there's sometimes maligned quarterback who had had his moments, but nobody really thought he was top-flight guy named Jake DeLome in that playoff game, mm. threw five interceptions. And that was the end of his career. It wasn't officially the end of his career. He started the next season, and within the first two weeks, he threw another five interceptions. And by the midway through that year, he was benched, and he was never a real starting quarterback again, and the team didn't make the playoffs for another five years. Mm-hmm. We're to that chapter of the Ryan Tannehill book. The, 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 you don't. When you are, have limited upside and everyone knows you have limited upside and the team's kind of been carrying you, you don't recover from the playoff game he had last year as the one seed at home, starting the game with a pick, ending the game with a pick, throwing a brutal pick in the middle of all that. And so, yeah, I think that, listen, I don't think Malik Willis is near ready, but no. I know How that this team. How soon would you go to him? I'd have to pull up their schedule before Thanksgiving. That's why I said before the year. Brian Daniel doesn't make it to Thanksgiving because this team stinks. They have no A.J. Brown. Derrick Henry, the carries, I think, may have finally caught up to him, bro. Yep. And I think emotionally you can't recover from what happened in the postseason last year. That's, well, my- that's fair. And also he's, what, about to be 34, 33, about to be 34, I believe. Same spot for quarterback. Andy, Andy Dalton. Look, everybody's not going to be Tom Brady or Drew Brees, especially right. mediocre guys. Right. And this Joe Flacco lost his starting job at 33. Also Andy Dalton, I think, was 33 right. when he lost. Well, Flacco's back, <laughs> he, yeah. They got a nice receiver, <laughs> I'll Russell tell you that. Russell Wilson's 33 and look at him. Well, yeah. we'll get to yeah. that later. <laughs> but mediocre quarterback of which Russell Wilson's never been that. Uh-huh. They fall off. A lot of these guys have fallen off. You mentioned like DeLone, all right? And so, Nick, though, I would wait until, because like you said, Malik Willis isn't dying to get this job. Is he still want to play football? First, got to check with that after that hit he took okay. last night. Let's see, is he still in the <laughs> league? Does he still want to get out there and play? But I would wait until they're realistically out of it. Okay, realistically. So six weeks. Well, this division is bad, too. Oh, I mean, being 0 2 in the AFC South, I know you, you're riding high because Jacksonville, they weren't in. Prince, that Oh, my God. We'll see. Stop saying We'll see. As a leader of the show, stop saying <laughs> okay, okay. Prince, that was promised. You never should have no, been You that. agree with me in general that yes. the Tannehill era in Tennessee is yes. over, just not officially. That, yes. That, and this, so, so you, six weeks is fair. Yeah. It might be five weeks or four yeah. weeks. This but guy wins a lot of games, we'll, guys. Yeah. He wins yeah. a lot of games. If they're two and five, so did Delon. Delon went to a Super Bowl, had a lead in a Super Bowl late, and four years later was done. Nothing you dislike more than having a lead in a Super Bowl. Well, Get that no. guy out of here. Yeah, try to, try to close it out. All right. Close it out. Eagles, 
Big win yesterday. Jalen Hurts, awesome game. John Hamm, Warren Iverson shirt. We discuss next. Yes, sir. Leader of the show, sir. Okay, quick math. The less your business spends on operations, on multiple systems, on delivering your product or service, the more margin you have and the more money you keep. Obvious. But with higher expenses on materials, employees, distribution, and borrowing, everything costs more. So, to reduce costs and headaches, smart businesses are graduating to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system bringing accounting, financial management, inventory, HR into one platform and one source of truth. With NetSuite, you reduce IT costs because NetSuite lives in the cloud with no hardware required accessed from anywhere. You cut the cost of maintaining multiple systems because you've got one unified business management suite. And you're improving efficiency by bringing all your major business processes into one platform, slashing manual tasks and errors. Over 37,000 companies have already made the move. So do the math. See how you'll profit with NetSuite. Now through April 15th, NetSuite is offering a one-of-a-kind flexible financing program. Head to netsuite.com slash FTF. netsuite.com slash FTF. netsuite.com slash FTF. Head to Philadelphia. First, an apology for me. I said John Hamm was wearing an Iverson shirt. That was Bradley Cooper. Yeah. John Hamm was wearing an Aaron McKee shirt. First was spectacular. <laughs> 333 yards, two rushing touchdowns, one through the air. Darius Slay locked down Justin Jefferson. Here's Sirianni after the game. I wouldn't say I'm surprised. I've seen the growth of them. And, and again, we talk about this so much with Jalen. Like, why is Jalen going to continue to reach his ceiling? Because he's tough. He's got high football character, um, and, and he loves football. And so uh, he's going to reach his ceiling, and, and it's, it's fun watching him grow. Greg Jennings is here with us, fresh off of uh, his Vikings pick. Uh, Greg? <laughs> <laughs> Which was fresher off his New Orleans pick. Wow. Jeez, you are a real receipt No, facts. Yeah, the, That's all. <laughs> It ain't personal. <laughs> I felt a little personal. I don't know. I felt unnecessary. So welcome, Greg Jennings, yeah. to the show. Thanks for flying out and being here this week, yeah. Greg. Thank you, guys. Thanks, Nick, for not piling on. Do you expect the Eagles to run away with the division? Uh, they should, but I don't expect it because it's the NFC East. Like, th- this is just one of those divisions where they just find a way to kind of mess it up. Oh. And not mm. just run away. No one ever really just runs away. You know, Dak Prescott obviously being out for the Dallas Cowboys, I think is, is going to be a, a story. But the Philadelphia Eagles have the best team. They oh. are the best team. They should win this division outright. I like what I'm seeing out of Jalen Hurts. I'm, not, I'm just not ready to say they're just going to run away with it simply because they played against two teams in the NFC North. One being the Detroit Lions. We don't really know who they are. Sneaky good. Sneaky good. Scrappy. Maybe. We know that they're going to be super scrappy. And then you played against the Minnesota Vikings, a team that when you watch the game, if you watch the game, they, they had opportunities. Had opp- they had a lot of opportunities. True. And they couldn't take advantage. And they couldn't take advantage. That's not me taking away from what the Philadelphia Eagles did or who they are. Jalen Hurts. Look, extremely comfortable with yeah. that offense, and he looks like a completely different player. He's definitely the best quarterback, maybe not saying much, in that division. Well, that's I, that, so listen, I think they will. They were my pick to win the division, and now I think they'll win the division by three games, which is wow. a massive amount in the wow. NFL. I think the Eagles are going to win 11 games. I don't think anyone else in the division is going to be above 500. Wow. So let me first talk about the Eagles, then the reason why. My only question mark going into this season with Philly, little well, I guess I had two. One was Sirianni, which is still a bit of a question mark. Not that's not a good or a bad, just a somewhat good. of an unknown. Okay. Yeah. But the real question mark was, is Jalen Hurts an above-average NFL quarterback? That yeah. was a question. <laughs> and last night, sure as hell looked like. Yeah. Yeah. Last night he looked like. He continued to refine as a passer. Absolutely. Last night, I think, was the finest game, all things considered, I've seen him play. Yes. Big spot against a team that I still believe is a playoff team, that I think is a good team in Minnesota, and I thought he played really well. So that's what they have going for him. 
The reason I think they'll run away with the division is despite the fact that Cowboys and Giants fans, two fan bases that don't love each other, united this weekend chirping in my mentions. Oh, Nick, you thought the Cowboys season was over. Oh, Nick, you thought the Giants couldn't get to 2-0. I am here to tell you, despite the results of this weekend, both those teams stink. The Cowboys are not good. The Giants are not good. I'm saying that believing the Giants are going to be 4-0. And you know when they're 4-0 after they beat Dallas and beat oh, Chicago? Oh. You know what will be true? Okay, they, won't, they still won't be any good. Come on. They, no, At the, 4-0, you get, you get to say that you're no, good. No, no, no. I'm calling my shot of I think the Giants are going to be 4-0. And knowing that, I still think the Eagles are going to run away with the division. I don't think anyone in the division is going to be above 500 except for the Eagles. And I don't think those teams are any good. So, that, so Brew... I am slightly higher on the Eagles than I was two weeks ago because I've been impressed by Jalen, and I'm way further down on Dallas than I was a few weeks ago, and I'm same spot on the Giants and the Commanders, which is they're not any good. So, yeah, I expect the Eagles to run away with the NFC East. All right, I agree with some of what you guys said. Jalen Hurts so far looks like not only the best quarterback in the division right now, but he, he looks like he's playing with Dak, right? Like oh, when Dak no, is healthy, no, right? No, when I say he's the best quarterback in the division, you're including Dak. Dak. I'm including Dak. Okay, 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 that's fair right now. Um, we'll see if he can keep it up. Sure. But if he is close to Dak, They're because you got better the better team. receivers. Yeah, much. You, you, right? You got the better offensive line. And so if he's just close to Dak, let alone better, then they should run away with the division. But like Greg, I'm saying they won't. They may win it, but I think it's going to be close, and I say that for one reason. Micah Parsons. Really. He looks like the best player in football right now. I know it's early. He's reminding me like of a young Lawrence Taylor. That's how much havoc he's wreaking. And he's I know gonna have to have an LT type of impact for this Cowboys yeah, to be able to win that. Just and again, if it, we'll see if the Dak Prescott timetable is on Jerry what Jerry Jones is saying. But I do think, like I said last week, they can tread water. With Cooper Rush, as long as that defense is as strong as it looks and Cooper Rush can do what he does, the run game is strong, they will hang around and no, Philadelphia won't run away with it even though they may win. Wilds, who was your pick to win the division? Oh, the New York Giants. Now, granted, it was a bit of an emotional decision. Uh Everybody wanted to root for the Cowboys. I'm like, I don't want to root for the Cowboys. (laughs) I kind of wanted to root for the hometown team. And And Brian Dayball's got his Patriots pedigree. And all of a sudden, guess what? 2-0. 2-0. Saquon is back. Brian Dable's got that team believing that they can win games. That's what Joe Judge tried to do, never could quite do. Offense, let's just say, Greg, not quite clicking. Uh, Daniel Jones has yet to throw for over 200 yards, and Kadarius Toney and Kenny Galladay haven't done much. That being said, they're going to beat the Cowboys. I they're going to beat so. 3-0. And they're going to beat the Bears. And all of a sudden, we're 4-0. Yep. Could Could be in be first place. And OKW has got an early lead in the predictions. The, 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 the 4-0 <laughs> New York Giants are going to send Christmas cards to the 3-0 Carolina Panthers of last year. Two teams that going into the year, everyone's like, this seems not going to be any good. Look at their oh, Sam Darnold's their quarterback. Dan Jones, their quarterback. And then, a month into the season, all the shows like ours were like, do we have to, like... Pretend we think this is good. It's like, well, the goal is to win games, so I guess so. And the power rankings, it's like, <laughs> like, really? They're a top 10 team. No one believes in it. Like, the issues that, that, that bedeviled the Giants, most notably employing Daniel Jones, and past that having a underwhelming defensive personnel and I would say mediocre offensive line, those are all still there. The fact that Randy Bullock missed a 47-yard field goal in week one and Graham Gano made a 56-yard field goal in week two doesn't change my opinion that the Giants are at best a seven-win team, even if they start 4-0. Totally fair. Greg, real quick, since you were like high on the Vikings, if you notice, if you go and review those tapes, Greg often coordinates his outfits with his picks, so he shows up <laughs> on Vikings Day. I do not. Yes, Greg, it just so happens it works. You wore Vikings stuff where it's Vikings versus Packers. You're like, I'm taking the Vikings, and the other day you take, you had a purple tie right. on. Are you disappointed in your Vikings that they sort of didn't feel like they showed up for the whole game? I was disappointed. I was disappointed in the in the fact of Kirk Cousins lives up to this notion of. He can't perform on prime time. Why it's, not a, it's not a notion and it's, anymore. It, and, and it's there. There are opportunities that are there. However, I will say this: last night I saw something that was a little odd, which is not that it can't happen, but the interception that he threw in the end zone to Darius Slade, the first one, mm-hmm. 
Justin Jefferson just runs. He just runs the wrong route. So, so he. So I wanted to. So that. the he acknowledged it after the game. Cousins acknowledged it after the game. Is that is that just a total mental error by a young but great player? It is, and you have those moments. That's what they said. So yes. flatten it out. You yeah. just screwed it up. Yeah, you have those moments, and it's like, what was I thinking? It, it's not even. This isn't even the one. It's the other one too. Like I mean. For me, for him to have that type of mental lapse, you can't do that to your quarterback, especially knowing how he struggles in these type of games. So for me, it was disappointing on a lot of levels. Defensively, they just looked bad. Like they gave up stuff on the back end. Mm -hmm. What eyes were just watching, just and they're in a cover two shell the entire night. Like, how are you letting a guy run by? I know I'm getting too heavy no, into oh, the X's good. and O's, but it was just a little frustrating. But the Eagles looked really good. You know what was more frustrating than Greg just said? What? Having the over in that game. Okay. How do you have zero <laughs> points? It was 31 points at halftime. That's there were zero points scored in the second know, half? That's what is this, Little League? I know. Someone scored. They blocked the field goal. They can't run it back. You get zero points. Zero second half points. Well, that's more of a podcast thing. I know. Did oh, he get oh, caught? Yeah, yeah. Did he get caught by the holder? That's well, it's, just, it's just your own. It's just oh, I'm your sorry. Own. I forgot. you leader of the show. My bad. My bad. <laughs> hey, is it panic time for Russ? The Broncos and Chris Broussard. We'll no. discuss next. Bruce Dangerous. Call him Mr. Wild. <laughs> so you know. Packets hot seat. The Broncos coach addressed some areas of improvement yesterday. Take a listen. When it comes to the operations, you know that's something that we're talking about quite a bit. You know, there's a lot of things we got to make sure the communication is clear and concise. Uh, I need to do better at making decisions faster and quicker and getting that information to the quarterback and being on the same page with him. When it comes to uh, Russell and I, you know, I think it's it's just going to be a continual growing process. You know, this it's all about Russ. You know, want to be sure that he's comfortable and he's feeling good and I'm getting the play as fast as I can to him. Um, and we want to do what's right for him. So I think that's going to be something that we're just going to grow as the season goes on. As the, as, as the self-assigned leader of this show, mm-hmm. <laughs> so, a little advice to all the other leaders out there. Yeah. Well, that's what a leadership position yeah. is. Don't question your own decision-making in the press conference. Yeah, well, Just don't do it. Just say I'm getting ready. I'm getting ready for the 49ers. Yeah, I disagree with that. Oh, my God, Greg. It's so, it, it, this is the problem with society as a whole. Oh, here we go. No, it is. Society talk. When you make a mistake, own it. Don't run from it. Don't try to double down. Just own it because we're all going to talk. Everybody knows. We're all going to talk about. He should just say that he messed up. He made a mistake. He's not managing. And then they'll be like, which one are you apologizing (laughs) for? And it's like, is it was the first, was it the one in the week one, or was it the fourth and goal? That's, the or was That's why it I the, said everything. Taking the delay a game, or was it a punt, See? or was it none of it? No. Like, hold on, guys. He said, guys, he said I need to be better. No, it's a panic time. We got to have a real annoying. conversation. There we go. Here. What is, do you know, oh. what is the, sink, the, the business in America that generates more revenue than any other business to this day? Walmart. Still more than Amazon. Is that true? It's true. Really? By like a hundred billion dollars. Oh, it's still horse. the number one. Come see it, the Cowboys. It, it's horse. still the number one revenue generator. You know the guy who ran it for twenty three years just bought the Broncos. Okay. Rob Walton. If Rob Walton was still in business and he had just taken one over, and he looks in, he's the head of the board, and after two weeks I he's like, this. "This is the most clueless CEO I've ever seen." Would he say? All right, I'm going to be fair. I'll give you two years, buddy. I don't want to be rash. I don't want to be rash. Are you? What I'm saying is this. Every single person, if they are being honest, knows this ends with Nathaniel Hackett getting fired. All of us know it. There's not a single person. There's not a single person that believes, you know what? I think we're going to look back in six years and be like, oh, started rough, but that guy sure had us fooled because he's awesome. We all know he's in over his head. We all know. We found out from Collinsworth his best attribute in Green Bay was he played darts and made Aaron Rodgers laugh. We found out from watching the games that he has trouble with the most ba- – it's not just – because I have used to advocate for, hey, Andy Reid, my guy, when he couldn't figure out the clock, right, right. get a guy. Yeah. That's doable. That's not his problem. His problem is not the clock. His problem is abject panic when he has to make a decision. And about 15 seconds of delay, you can't hire someone new to make the decision. That person's called the head coach. 
So they, the Broncos have two major problems. One is unsolvable, which is, it's not even, you know what, I don't want to argue getting a rust thing. One is potential problem, which is, is Russ a deteriorating asset? Mm-hmm. Are his best days behind him? They signed him no. all that money. But that's fine. But they, there's nothing they do about that. He's their quarterback for the next few years. The other one, it's just a question of when. So what, so what would you do? Yeah. Would you, are if, you saying he should get rid of him if now? If I were Rob Walton, who did not hire him and did not hire the GM who hired him, I would tell Nathaniel Hackett, hey, man, if – one more time, you're on your la- you, you have zero strikes. If there is one more that. gaffe where this is a topic, you, 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 you're out. There's no point. I, to I don't it. hate that. Everyone thinks he's getting fired. Let me bring this full circle. And, and I know, look, Nick will probably fight this because his brand is Mr. Very Limited, mm-hmm. Mr. You know, yeah. Limited, mm-hmm. and all that mm-hmm. stuff. He just admitted the problem ain't Russ. He's, he's a different The problem, problem. is not Dangerous. Okay? Dangerous is rusty right you have now. Cracking your but foundation. He's, he's had one on coach fire. his whole life, Pete Car- or, you know, NFL career, and now he's adjusting to a new guy. So yeah. that takes a little time. But you're adjusting to a guy that's lost. And I'm not mad at Nick's take. He admitted that Nate Hackett is the problem, not Russell Wilson. We know the defense is the problem. Problems. And that's why I'm saying. It is not panic time. I don't hate – but, look, I would actually like him to go down there and say that. Even if you make Hackett – I don't think they do this, but make him the O.C. Because he can be an O.C. No, we saw that go. in Green Bay. You got to go. But he can't hack this job, and so Jeez. that's their problem. I'm not going to just fire Nathaniel Hackett right now, okay? I, I, I know you didn't fire him right now, but you basically told him you're fired if, if it happens again. Yeah. So, basically, you're not going to even make it to the two years. But you said you don't so, hate that. I, if he's don't, up against the Niners. I don't hate him owning up to it. Oh, okay. It can't continue to happen. And so, answering the question, is it time to panic? It's not time to panic because he still has another opportunity to get it right. And this is a very talented team. Offensively yes. and defensively, they've done some good things in the red zone. They are just terrible with play calling, well, number yeah. one, and, and, time. And, and execution. <laughs> so for me, this is something that you can get a grip of. But, and the number one person that has to get a grip of it is the guy we just saw in the presser. And he's owning up to it, that, in, admitting to the fact that he has to be better. He if can't, you were in that locker room, has he lost you? He has not lost me because he's on, he's being real. If he's but at the, some point, even that will get, okay, you it, admit it, but that doesn't make it any better. It, I'm frustrated. I'm frustrated. It's just like, it's just like being a parent. What? Like, if I continue to tell my kids something and they continue to do the same thing over and over again, I'm frustrated. But do I give up on them? No, because they're my kids. Because that's your but kid. All, and exactly. you're not your employee. You're in the superior but, position. But do, I, do, I, do I then put them in a better position to be successful? Which is not obviously Guys. what I've been doing in the past. Oh. I have to make a hard decision as a parent. As a Broncos owner and leadership, they, they're, they're, they made the decision. This is their guy. No, but they didn't. But they did. Right. They bought they the didn't. team a couple they months ago. They, 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 they bought the team a few months ago. This guy had the job. And it is, again, I understand a lot of these shows hyperbolic. I'm sometimes a victim of it. I have never seen a coach more clearly in over his head through two weeks. And I watched Freddie Kitchens for a whole season. I've never seen it. I've never seen. We thought week one. We said if you remove the stakes of the game so you don't count playoff games more or whatever, was the 64-yard field goal the single most indefensible decision you've ever seen a head coach make? A lot of us were like, if it's not number one, it's on the very short list. And if you watch that entire game in week two, I, I promise you, most people didn't, but I did. He was worse. Yeah, the the, was the week two sequences were worse. And it is wild. It's our old Marlowe Stanfield line. First things he ever says on the wire, either do it or don't, but I got places to be. You can make the wrong decision. You can make the right decision. The only thing you can't do is make no decision. And the guy stands on the sideline and is like this. He's frozen. And that's not getting fixed by Sunday night. All right, Greg, quickly, if something unconventional happens, an unconventional coaching decision happens in week three, would you entertain saying, you know what, it might be time to go? A really bad coaching decision. 
I would entertain it for sure. Okay, you have to. You, you have another for the sake, huge... For the sake of your roster that you have now and the reason why you even agreed to sign Russ to this contract. Yep. It's not for next year or the year after. It's for now. Right. Yikes. We didn't even get you to have, the Star Bowl. I'm going with the Niners. I'm pulling for I'm pulling for Denver, but I'm going with the Niners. We're gonna move it later in the show. Oh, were we? Not over. Well, you, okay. I need you, the leader. You oh make those decisions. God. I'm sorry. <laughs> but since I'm in, I'm all in now. Niners are pulling bills. for Denver, oh but God. I think the Niners are gonna win. I hope I'm wrong. You're trying to tease the Bills. You know you're talking about the 49ers. You know you can't. Talking about the Buffalo blowout, 41-7. Titans looked like they were ready to go home after the third quarter. Super Bowl odds, it's Bills and the Chiefs. MVP odds, Allen then Mahomes. Nick, better bet to win the AFC, Bills and the Chiefs. Uh-oh. Well, Greg, listen, Greg? I know I'm, I'm, you know, surrounded by... Oh, no, no, the, answer the on question, the edges, please. By, you know, <laughs> the two biggest Bills fans outside no, of look, upstate it, New York. No. <laughs> um, it's not and, the, listen, when you say better bet, I'm just going to – I'm not even going to work in the math of – No, just, just who do I think is more likely? And the answer is the Chiefs. And I would just like to uh, – you guys oh, – you guys make <laughs> the sounds you want to make. But do people – does anyone actually think Sean McDermott's a better coach than Andy Reid? Because I don't. I think the Chiefs are a better coach. Does anyone actually truly believe Josh Allen's a better quarterback than Patrick Mahomes? I think Greg does. I know you don't. I don't, but it's close. It's close, okay, but no, sure. I don't. The, uh, so uh, we're basing this on, I think, if you're going to argue the Bills, oh, it's the defense. It's the dominating defense. The defense that, yes, they added Von Miller, but the defense that when these two teams played had two opportunities to beat them. Two. One, they needed one stop in 13 seconds, couldn't get it. The other, do anything that doesn't end up in a touchdown. And the Chiefs faced one third down on that drive and sliced them up the field. And on that drive, it wasn't all Tyree Kill. Travis Kelsey eating their linebackers alive. So I just, Greg, if, if this were boxing mm-hmm. and one guy had fought a guy for the title and won, then they had a rematch. And they won. There would be nothing the loser of the first two could do in the interim before the third fight that would make him the favorite. He would have to go knock out the champ. But y'all decided they already knocked out the champ. By almost beating the Chiefs, they beat the Chiefs, and therefore they're the favorites. Because this ain't boxing. Thank you. This is football. It was cute. Nice try. The Bills. The Buffalo Bills and the Buffalo Bills again. You know it. This is why you're so sour faced. This is why you're so mad that we're, we're they're looking so you're you were hoping I mean. so bad that they had a slow performance or a down performance. Yes, you were. It's good for me. I, I didn't get a single text message last night during that game. <laughs> Why? Why? Because you had nothing to hold on to. We all picked the Bills by a lot. No. Why would I text you about it? It doesn't matter. It's just the fact that you know that they are they're living up to all the hype and you don't like it because you're saying that they're overhyped by losing to a team that they've lost to, did the Kansas City Chiefs win the AFC last year? No, no that's the so, thing too. So for me, like for me, you're, you're, you're no, saying you're saying Sean I'm McDermott like is not a better quarterback than your Andy Reid. Mm-hmm. But so does that, does that make Zach Taylor a better quarterback than Andy Reid? Better coach? No. Or co- oh, I'm sorry, no. a coach? No. But if Zach it, Taylor beat Andy Reid in the playoffs back to back years, I'd listen to it. If the Bengals this this year beat the Chiefs in the playoffs and back-to-back years they've been in the playoffs, I'd be like, oh, you know, maybe there's something I need to look at. I just, it's just, here's the other factor. It's not just about last year. The Chiefs have been damn impressive this year. Yeah, I agree. Week one, they beat the breaks off Arizona and everyone decided, oh, Maybe Arizona's worst team in football. Maybe that's what it's about. No, Arizona just had a stirring comeback. And week two, they beat the Chargers in a game a lot of people thought the Chargers would win. So the Bills have been more dominant. I believe the Chiefs have played slightly tougher competition. But How? The, because I believe the Chargers are better than the Rams, and I believe the Cardinals are better than the Titans. We all believe the Cardinals are better than the Titans, correct? We all believe that. The Titans are terrible. And I happen to like But if you like Rams over Chargers, that's fine. Either way, it's close. The, the idea that the Chiefs are just like it's the Bills and then everyone else, like it's Alabama football five okay. years ago, is crazy to me. I, I'll give you that. 
All right, but I'm not sitting here saying it's the Bills and every, the Chiefs are way down here. The Chiefs are here, though. They are below the Bills. I agree. And, Nick, you're acting like these teams are stagnant, okay? The Bills have improved. I keep saying it. Vaughn Miller, he's won a Super Bowl. I know it's only two teams, but everywhere he's gone. And he not only is playing great, but I think he's a galvanizing force in that locker room. He makes those other players believe we can do this. You heard the statement we ran at the beginning of the show was great from Vaughn Miller. And I think that's a factor. I think Josh Allen is growing. He is way better. Just from what we've seen these first two games. He is way better than he was last year at this right. point. He's as good as so, he was two years ago. So, not, no, he's way better than that. All right. And so, that's the thing. Like, Buffalo, just like in basketball, we've seen teams knock at the door. Jordan had to, you know, lose to the Pistons several right, times. The Pistons had to lose the to the Celtics they beat several times. Well, I, I'm not well, sure about that. I think people could have – no, I mean, the, I said the Pistons oh, my lost to the Celtics. Yeah. But there, were t- there came a point where you thought, okay, this is the year – Jordan's beating Detroit, right? Even though we hadn't seen it yet. And this looks like right now. And look, the Chiefs are good. I I agree with you that some people have gone way overboard and acted like the Chiefs are way below Buffalo. But Buffalo looks better at this point. There's no doubt about it. Can I tell you a story, Greg? This is why I'm impressed. And I think the Chiefs I'm impressed, by the way, with the Bills. They've been awesome. I've been impressed with the Chiefs. I'll tell you a quick story. My dad's a contractor. Yeah, I got my garage, unfinished garage. He comes over to put up pegboards. So I put my tools up, really his tools, but we're putting stuff up. And we got a bunch of just wood laying there. And he says, do you want a shelf? And I'm like, sure, I'll have a shelf. And I swear to God, in 30 seconds, he went, and there was a shelf that my son could like sit on as like a sign of how strong the shelf was. And the ease of which it was done reminds me of watching the Buffalo Bills just move up and down the field. It's like true expertise and easiness. Last night, there was like, it was like third and nine. And what, being a Patriots fan, Greg, it's like, well, get ready. I'll just start, you know, you start planning while we're good field position. And there's just no fear. Here's Josh Allen. Can we show the stat hubs on Josh Allen on third down? It's just wild, Greg. Are you impressed by the ease of which Josh Allen seems in this offense is just yes, flowing? Yes, and this is what makes this team so intriguing and so dangerous, yeah. not just impressive. Like, they are a scary team because of the ease and the confidence level of uh, everyone across the board. Everyone across the board. And I've been on a team oh, here we go. that had this type of confidence, that had this type of swag, that lost in the playoffs against a team that we felt like we were better than and we should have won. And we lost in overtime, came back the next year, and we won the Super Bowl. That's what this team looks and feels like. They believe that this is their time, this is their year. And they're showing America and the rest of the NFL, and Nick Wright included, that you better let pay attention because we're coming for one team. And this is why I, I understand the team that they have to beat will always be the Chiefs. And it is the Chiefs. But they're going to get the Chiefs this year. This year? Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, they're yeah. gonna, even, you want to know how I know? Tell me. Because I listened to you in the first segment of this show. And you said... They may even get the Chiefs yeah. this year in the playoffs. Yeah, I don't, so you have a, this glimmer of yeah, a doubt. It's the NFL. Oh, more than a glimmer. It's the NFL. It's, it, of course, I would be a total moron to sit up here and be like, nope, everything I've seen this year, it's impossible that in a single elimination tournament the Bills win it. Of course they could win it. The question is, who has earned the right of the perspective of, yeah, uh, you know, the, the Bills added Von Miller. The Chiefs overhauled their entire defense. Both offenses look like the two best offenses in football. So I'm going to go with the who earns the benefit of the doubt. The fact that I seem to be the only person outside of Kansas City that believes you altered the, the question yourself. It wasn't who earned. Fair. I, I thought that was a fair point. Yeah, of course it was. They're all fair points. They're all good fair. Oh! <laughs> Put on your Gucci t-shirt. We're Bills! About- let's go Bills! <laughs> They look so good. Hey, it's time for the No Huddle, where we do not one, but two stories in a single segment. Holy cow. Jimmy G has a chance to earn almost $6 million in incentives. 
gets extra money for making the playoffs, extra money, Nick, when he wins the Super Bowl, on top of the Super Bowl bonus that you just get normally, you know? <laughs> Bro, so mad. What I'm can, not mad. Yeah, you weren't talking. I threw you an alley-oop and so you left mad. it there. So Bro, what can Jimmy G prove this season? A few things. Okay. He's already proven. He's already proven he can get to a Super Bowl. He's already proven he can get you in position to win a Super Bowl okay. because he was up on Nick's Chiefs <laughs> by ten <laughs> points. Y'all act like this didn't happen. Oh, he's right. Oh, by right. ten oh, points no. he's with seven minutes left. And if Patrick Mahomes wasn't the quarterback, the great Patrick Mahomes, mm-hmm. he might very well have a Super Bowl ring. If Jaquaski Tart doesn't drop the right. interception, he may have had two Super Bowl appearances in the last three years. So he's already proven that despite what you naysayers say. All right. So here's what he can prove. One, stay healthy. That's good. You, you have to admit for all these shortcomings, the a major reason they went out and got another quarterback was because he couldn't stay healthy. In his four and a half previous a years there, he's only been healthy twice. They've been to the NFC title game those two years. So stay healthy. <laughs> Secondly, I'll give you this, Nick. Play better in the playoffs. Well, by, just by be, play better, just you mean be have Jimmy G. Good playoff. Just be ever? your regular Jimmy G that you are in the regular season. Sure. Close to that, and they could win a Super Bowl. Yeah. This team can win a Super Bowl. Of we all they, know the NFC is weak. Yeah. All right, they can get to the Super Bowl. Yeah. I don't think they would beat Buffalo or whoever comes out of, in Greg, Kansas City, I, but they could win. They can could I, get there. Can I say some things Jimmy G can prove? I look at prove as like do something you haven't done. Like if you've already done it, you've already proven you can do it, sure. right? So Super Bowl. in no particular order, oh, okay. in the regular season, this. outplay a star quarterback or even just a legitimate quarterback in a big game in a big spot. Check the resume. Never done What it. is it about that? No, no, I'm just saying things he hasn't done, guys. Things he could prove to me he could do. Until I see Jimmy G do it, I need to see him prove he can do it. So you mentioned one of them, play one Good playoff game. He's right now well, over I didn't six, say it but he could like that. Like, no, no, no. You, you said I, it in a negative way. I said it in a positive. You did. I'm just saying it <laughs> in my way. Yeah. Like I, I, he needs right now. I would need Jimmy G okay. to prove to me, Greg, that he has the capability to be in a playoff game and not be bad. So I haven't seen it. How about in a playoff game, throw for 250 yards, or I'll make it easier. In a playoff win, throw for 175 because he has four playoff wins. He's never, never done that. Or Maybe the maybe the we'll, we'll minimize as much as possible in the playoffs in the fourth quarter. Have one be good once, one drive, one good fourth quarter playoff drive because he's never done that either. So I just so any of those things would be what he can prove to me. I don't know what else. This what, is just beyond the pale. No, I mean, this is just hold on. But everything else we know he can do. We know that the Niners can make the playoffs with him. We know that he is not so bad, Greg. That he's going to potentially prevent them from having the rest of the team reach its regular season goals. We know all those things. So he, it has to be things he hasn't done, and that's a short list of things he hasn't done. And one of the things I'll add to that list that he hasn't done is proven that he can win the games that needs to be won by a quarterback, yes. period. And sure. what I mean by that is when we, when we think of Jimmy G and all his winning ways, and you, want, you like to throw up that Kyle Shanahan record yeah, without Jimmy because it, it, it matters. However, there has not been one time that you can sit here and say the reason why the 49ers win is because of Jimmy G wow. and his performance. Not that he's on the field, not that he's available, not that he's been able to steady the shit. men. That's all that? great. That's a, there's a lot of those guys out there like that. Even my dark horse guys. <laughs> but does he win in the most important games? No. So for me, it's that. When we look at Debo Samuel, we say, man, this guy makes Kyle Shanahan's uh, offensive system look amazing. He's one of the reasons why they won. Am I right? Last year of when we course. looked at that, we don't say is, that about Jimmy G. And so he's fair. playing for his career to still to to sustain a career in the National Football as League. As a starter, he just course. yes, he as, as a, a starter, starter? Uh, absolutely. Last, so you just, mean if if they get beat in the NFC title, no, game, and no, he doesn't play great, no, you're, no, you're, you're telling me he's not going to no, be a starter no, you're next complete, year. You're completely missing it. I'm saying right now. There were 31 other teams, despite his injuries, if they knew he was a guy. Not and for he that was, money. 
That, you they, know, get the money. Where that guy make that money? Why did they didn't do it for Baker? What? Baker's were told, not that guy. Oh, okay. All Baker's right. Well, there's a revelation. Guy. No, we. we, we the, the point you just made it. You keep saying they didn't do it for Baker, and they didn't do it for Jimmy G. Why? Because he's just not the guy that you would pay any amount of money for like that. Go ahead. Go ahead. So one of the things that you wanted to prove was that he can beat a star quarterback in the regular season. In a big spot. In a big spot. Yeah. I mean, granted, it's early in the season, but I think the Broussard Bowl is a big spot. Broussard's two quarterbacks that he loves, really cares about winning percentage. Brew, the Broussard Bowl coming up this weekend, do you have a pick? I mean, it's really Solomon's choice here. All right, this is tough. Something. This is tough. I'm pulling for Dangerous. All right, I'm pulling for the Broncos. You still got them 12 and 5? But I'm picking. Well, that, that's neither here nor there. I don't know. You're just it's neither here nor there. Space all day. I, I, you still got them 12 and 5? Well, it's know. possible. I mean, I they're know. 1 and 1. They got a chance. Sure. I'm pulling for Dangerous, but I do think the Niners get them. Okay. I there think you go. the Niners win. That counts as a win? Star quarterback? That would no, be. That, he was, that would do it, Nick. season games against good quarterbacks. I just, here's what I, and again, I asked you guys this 25 hours ago to tell me. And I said, you had to the end of the show. I'll give you to the end of no, the week. No, I don't want homework on the show. Okay, that's fine. <laughs> For the big Jimmy G fans that we work with, Greg, tell me your favorite Jimmy G moment. I told you mine. And none of you Celebrating the NFC the, Championship. How about that? Okay, so How about fine. the champagne that's flowing fine. in the locker room? So, so he's in. So he, and so guys he's, rubbing so Jimmy G's Jared head. Goff. If, if we all want to agree that he's at best Jared Goff, then we can stop <laughs> talking about him. You're fine That's with that? fair. Okay. Yeah. yeah no. I mean, right, really. Good. That's great. Okay. Jared Goff. I, I'm not. I've never got either. on here and said Jimmy G is like a pro bowler you, put or future Hall of Fame. Well, that's just a fact. All right. Y'all know on. that's my brand. Facts. Over feelings. Yeah, it's out there. We're it is. It's it. yeah. It's right. another one. Uh, Bucks are looking to sign Cole Beasley to the practice squad. Mike Evans most likely suspended. Godwin's got the hamstring. Julio's got the knee. Both questionable. Neither played in week two. Greg, I'm going to give you a take here. You respond to it. I think this is a sign that Brady needs more help, and I think that he needs to put a call, an aggressive call, into Gronk. Ooh, There's been some flirtatious calls with Gronk, like, hey, Gronk, you know, like kind of a social media thing. But Gronk in the offseason was in the barbershop being like, oh, I'll make Brady sweat it out. It's All right, shocking. enough is enough. Like, Gronk, come back. And then once Gronk is back, once we get an update on OBJ, OBJ should come back too. I think Brady wow. needs help. Cole Beasley, <laughs> nice addition. It's Gronk time. Yeah, good luck with that. Gronk's is, Gronk is done. But for me, this signing lets me know. <laughs> yeah, that was quick. Oh, just kill me. Yeah, just kill <laughs> It lets me know like what Brady needs and what he's in search of. Quality guys that understand the game, that can be smart, that can get open in close, tight spaces, and can still make contested catches. Like, Cole Beasley has always been that guy. Yep. He's been a very smart player. He can get open in the slot where Brady likes to work the middle of the field because of guys like Bronk. Yep. Bronk. But for me, it, you need more. You, you just need more. I like what I'm seeing out of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers defensively. I'm not sold offensively with them. But Yeah, Brady's not either. That's why he's breaking tablets. He's frustrated, and yeah. now they're injured. And this is signed as that desperation. Cole Beasley didn't come out of retirement. No, I know. Cole Beasley was available for the whole league to sign him. He's the wide receiver version of Jimmy G. Available to everyone, nobody wants oh. him. And so, the, <laughs> so I mean, if Brett Perriman, Scotty Miller, Russell Gage, and Jalen Darden are their only healthy wide receivers right now. And Mike Evans is healthy, but he's suspended unfairly, I might add, but neither here nor there. So for a week, they need this is, to me, a sign they need warm bodies. And I don't think like OBJ might is a needle mover. I think OBJ yeah. when he's healthy help you a lot if he goes there. I think he actually might the my original place for OBJ Green Bay. I think that door might be opening again. But set that aside, he'll land somewhere. But I don't look at Cole Beasley. This isn't in 2020. Cole Beasley was awesome. Then last year he was mediocre and annoying, and now he's unemployed, and now he's already on practice squad. Like I don't think Cole Beasley's all of a sudden going to come in. It's like oh, there it is. Scrappy small white guy. It's Wes Welker 3.0. That's not going to happen at this age for Cole Beasley. Look, Cole Beasley had a career-high receptions last year, just like he did the year before. So 82 both years. All right? I, Cole was annoying. I think that's why one reason teams didn't pick him up. He's not a great player. Not good enough to be annoying, right? But I think he's, I think he's a good pickup. And they'll get healthy, and then he'll move, keep moving down the depth chart. But right now – 
he's a great pickup. He he's done more without Brady without uh, uh, Brady than than Wes Welker did without Brady. Well, don't right? you think it's a he's, sign of desperation? And he's as good as Julian Edelman. Yeah, because they need warm bodies, as you Absolutely. said. Absolutely, they they gotta have right. somebody. Out but Edelman uh, Beasley can play. He's, he's not, not as good not, as Julian Edelman. He's not really? No, I'm not Julian. I'm not sure of that. Exactly, he's not in the same. I'm just wild. Is he? Is he not as good as Edelman? No, Beasley has done things on his own without great quarterback. No, no, he had Tom Brady. Chris. No. Wes Welker did nothing Stop. without Tom Brady. Chris? No. Oh. Wes Welker is okay with Peyton Manning. Y'all just no, don't like Beasley. Got to Brady. No, That's it's all? not it that. I just, I just gave Beasley a compliment. Like, but, but you just put him on the same. On. As Julian, you act like I'm talking about a Hall of Famer. Yeah, he is. He thinks he's a Hall of Famer. We're talking about. He's in his Hall of Fame. But in comparison to what Cole Beasley has done, to come back. I mean, Julian Edelman is a Hall of Famer. He's like no wilds. Okay, now, now he's going to use this. We should have gone. Greg just covered those words. Brady here. We got to move on. Oh, look. He's not even. He's let Greg down. My point oh, we're making it about more. you, buddy. Oh, yeah. my And your dumb pick. <laughs> hey, hey, hey. We're laughing at Greg. Hey. Wrong. No personal uh-huh. attack. No personal Greg attack. No personal attack. Greg got it wrong. No uh-huh. personal attack. This was a rough night for Greg's MVP. Who <laughs> After Dark the Vikings. Horse. Was it Dark Horse, though? It was it Dark, was I dark don't, Horse. I don't really. It, it was, was Dark Horse. Your pick was Josh Allen? It was Dark Horse. It was Horse. Dark Horse. Yes. He's right. Go ahead. Well, still, when the Vikings beat edit. the Packers, you had a purple suit on. You were so happy. You were like, guys, should we do the Packers in the A block or maybe the whole show? <laughs> Vikings are so good. I said, no, Greg. We've got a lot of topics to do. So now in the F block, Kirk Cousins, your guy, drops to 2-10. It's tied for the worst record of Monday Night Football history. Oof. Has your faith been shaken in the Minnesota Vikings? In the form of Nathaniel Hackett, I was wrong last night. <laughs> there are some things that need to be done better. Okay. And I'll start with me. All right. I need to make sure I assess when Kirk is playing. And if it is on Monday night, mm-hmm. I need to go with my buddy Chris and study what has proven to be fact. Kirk has not proven to be very good in primetime games. However, I'm not shaking. Oh. There's still season ahead of us, oh. and we're going to be fine. Okay. Just fine. Can I, can I say something real quick? Yeah. I, thought that I was don't good. believe anyone on this show came out and said yesterday the Eagles were going to win. I didn't hear that from anybody. Thank so you. So everyone's crushing my guy, Greg. Thank I also had Minnesota plus two. Thank so you. So I, uh, I, I also got this game wrong. Did we predict? Now, no, that's my point. But well, nobody, I, nobody I, was look, on the record. Inside, no I thought, oh, I thought Philly was going to win. <laughs> this guy, and I felt great about it. Well, you know, it. right? We, both, we, were, yeah, talking, we were talking in the green room. Yes. We were like, man, Philly's We don't even crush. have a green room crush. in the new studio. Well, the, 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 the Second of all, you're not high on Philly. Yeah, Dallas won in the division. Don't give me that you thought Philly was going to win this game. I don't believe you. I, With all that said, that's all the support I can give Greg Jennings because here's the problem. The problem is not two and ten on Monday Night Football. The problem is not ten and eighteen on nationally televised games. What do you the know problem that is <laughs> That's we, a problem. It is something you cannot define, but you just know it. And you just know Kirk Cousins ain't that guy. Oh. You just know it. Not that guy. Greg, even deep Greg down, doesn't know no, it because he can, said can Dark Horse MVP. Yeah, he was following in your – you created Dark Horse Is this MVP. my segment? You created Dark Horse Greg. MVP. <laughs> Greg is a guest on the show, and Greg's like – so I guess Dark Horse MVP is like a quarterback we want to like, but we know actually can't do it. Chris did Jameis, I'll do Kirk. Like, it's that. He didn't understand. That it was, you actually thought Jameis could win MVP. He didn't get that, and I don't blame him for that. The Vikings – listen, last night was a disaster for them on the offensive side of the ball throughout, and a disaster to them defensively in the first half. They are better than that. I don't think they're good enough to win the division. I do think they're a playoff team. I still think they're a playoff team. And I think Justin Jefferson will have better days. But the problem for the Vikings is, and this is the scary spot for any team, when you have a quarterback who's too good to be like, all right, tear it down, move on, but too bad, or I shouldn't say too bad, but clearly Wild's not good enough to win multiple playoff games. And we all know that's the case with Kirk Cousins. And I don't care what that my friends at PFF tell me last year he was better than Patrick Mahomes. Doesn't matter. I don't care that, that, what, what any of the numbers say. And I know I'm the numbers guy. I shouldn't say that. I know it. 
There's certain things I know, and I know that Kirk Cousins ain't no Super Bowl champion quarterback. Yeah. And I think we all well, know it when we watch him play. We've seen mediocre quarterbacks win Super yeah, Bowls we, if they're good enough around it. Sure. You think – I mean, I'm honestly – do you think they have a chance? I don't think Kirk Cousins is too bad to win a Super Bowl. Because we've seen Brad Johnson. No, but, the, but and, I don't think anybody Trent thinks Dilfer the Vikings are a juggernaut defensively. Right? I mean, we don't. We but have they got a mediocre a heck of a lot of weapons off. Win the Super Bowl. And the NFC is weak. The I don't defense kind of leads them. The defense leads them. You don't right. see mediocre quarterbacks typically win the Super Bowl in offensive-focused teams. And the Vikings, to me, would be an offensively-focused team with Cook and Jefferson and Thielen leading the way. Absolutely. So let me let me say this. Kirk is he's always going to be what he is until he's not. Right. That's really just proof. the fact. He's got That's, a lot to prove. That it's, it's no different, in my opinion, than Jimmy Garoppolo. And so, for me, with the weapons that he has, he is good enough to get back into good standings and perform well for the rest of the season and still have a chance and give this team a chance. Last night, although Philly played great and Jalen Hurts looked amazing, what the Minnesota Vikings did more than anything – was just beat themselves. Some bad you, mistakes. Just defensively and offensively, miscue after miscue, they can't do that. And especially, like I said earlier, when your quarterback struggles in these type of games. Do you want to move off your Vikings over Packers take? Maybe not, you know, the entire take, but maybe on the uh, – Or the winning – On the, the, on winning the, the division. division. Yeah, on the no, take. Not, let you can come on. Move some no, chips no. over. One, move one some ball. chips also, over by the way, Packers. Green Bay's winning that division. I, I agree. You know, Hold on. I chips. also think Green Bay's winning the division, but I don't think Green Bay's played a good game yet. Well, I thought they, Green Bay played, played one good two. half of football so far this season. I thought the first half against Chicago, they were good. Like, I haven't been uh, – again, I think the Packers are going to win the division. I think the Vikings are going to make the playoffs. But if I were someone that, I don't know, picked the Packers to make the Super Bowl, not that anyone at the table would have done that. Oh, Chris Broussard did. I wouldn't feel great I, I'm not two stuttering. Weeks. Yeah, I wouldn't feel great for two did. weeks. They uh, literally uh, agree, baby. Uh, no, I am not stuttering. Packers literally stuttering. What's what? that nice? I feel good about it. He's been bullying Greg all day. That He's been bullying Greg all I feel good about nice. my Packers pick. I, like <laughs> I do. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. You know what? We're gonna. This side of the. Sh- of the I'm not gonna real Wilds declared himself the leader. Brew is trying to go. Wow. Call bad picks. Oh, I'm just saying a few of his. You and me versus wow. the world, Greg. Absolutely, man. You and me, man. <laughs> oh, LeBron. Got a haircut, maybe. Probably. I like filter. it. I like. It's time for drawing a blank. Welcome back to the show. We always like to end on a serious note. And deliver cogent analysis from the world of sports. Speaking of, here's a picture that may or may not be just a filter. Either LeBron was getting a haircut and actually got his head shaved, or perhaps it's a more common uh, Instagram filter showing what he would look like with no hair. Yeah. Uh, Nick, what was your take on this? Did you like it, him embracing his elder statesman role? Uh, well, listen, I think him posting the pictures is a sign of <laughs> things to come. Oh, I think LeBron's going to play considerably longer than the media seems to believe. Ooh, a nice little take from I think that wow. folks are like, okay, so his plan is to play this year, play two more years so he can link up with Bronny and then be done. So I don't three know that more I, years. Wow. That, no, and you but, think it'll be longer than? Yeah, that. I think he'll play probably wow. five more years. Wow, Ooh. that's a take. And so I think, and what I would wow. like is for LeBron to remember when he had the gray in his beard, yeah, I and I said that. it we was did a ten signal. minutes on it. Yeah, he's, and I said I think it was it was at the beginning of the bubble. I think. Yeah. I think he was trying to like send a message, like I'm the oldest guy out here, and I'm still going to bust your all your heads. I'd like LeBron to embrace the old guy part of it. Because he's, you know, one of the two oldest players in the league. And I think there is like a, I think there's a psychological element to him leaning into that and still being one of the best freakest athletes out there. I also think it would be good if you would lean into the fact that we're here trying to make people laugh, Wilds. Because Brew and I leaned into a bit today. Can we show America? We're like, hey, this is an Instagram filter. Look, there's Nick with a bald head. There's Brew with a bald head. Hey, Kevin, what? what oh, do you think I look wow, professional there? Look no, good. I don't. Brew. I look like Tyson Fury. Or okay, well, that's oh a little overstatement. Well, but no, sure. I mean, like, hey, like I just got Can we pull up. up the Kevin Wilde's bald head? Oh, we can't? Wilde, why can't we? 
Why don't you tell yeah, America? Well, he's too cute. Well, for a few reasons. First of all, rule of threes. It's like one, two, punchline. <laughs> so, like, I refuse to do it. <laughs> so I think the joke is sort of like, ah, I refuse to do it. Also, I'm not wildly invested in looking currently worse than I do. <laughs> I think I look fine like this. I don't think it's like, hey, Tomorrow we let's, see oh, it, good Bob. news. Nope. There's a filter that makes you look Hold like on. an alien. Like, not, I mean, let's do it like on the show. Like, look that I'm bad. just bald. But there's filters all the time coming out. There's be a new movie. It's like, oh, look like the guy from Avatar. Let's do it. Like, I'd rather not. Uh, let's get back to the story. You think he's going to play for five years. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, are they all going to be with the Lakers? Do you think he's moving? No, definitely not. When? Cleveland? Oh, I, I, the, yeah, I would think probably Cleveland, but I also think we don't. Do you think he's going to finish his career with the Lakers, bro? I do not. I do not. I think once the Bronny graduates, he can be mobile. I, 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 that's year. tough. I got to see how these next couple years go. But, yeah, I don't, I, say that. I, don't, I don't think he's finishing his career with the Lakers, Wilds. Okay. And I don't. The, go ahead, sorry. No, I'm saying is the, are, is the Cavaliers thing real? I think it's got to be. Ooh. How could the Cavaliers thing not be real? It's the one spot, like, they're building out this team. They're, none of us think they're going to be good enough to win a championship in the next two years. So it's not like it would be, uh, we've got this thing built, he's going to mess it up. I think we all believe they, they would be shocking if they make a conference finals in the next two years, even with the addition Certainly of Donovan. Next year. Yeah, and so I just, so even with the Lakers extension, yeah, I think the Cavs, in fact, that the Cavs have their pick, the Urbani's available, and they don't have I a small it. forward. I think all of that, I don't think these things are coincidental, and I also don't think that LeBron all of a sudden is going to fall off a cliff. I don't think he's the best player in the league anymore. I think he's clearly one of the five best still, and I think in a couple of years he'll still be one of the 12 best. You know what I think would be the real master stroke, the real genius thing to do? Wizards. Wizards. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Just go to the Wizards. Well, if he could go there and lead him to a title. Go to the Wizards, win a title. <laughs> as a bald head, I'll become the greatest bald-headed player of all time as well. I'd be good. I like the bald I like the idea of I do like the nothing bald on LeBron. Leaving nothing for Jordan. Taking the bald head. Nothing. The, so the yeah. GOAT's nothing. Leaving. No, no, no. We'll see you Six tomorrow. championships. <laughs> GOAT, nothing. Okay. <laughs>